I guess we need an actual good intro bit. Otherwise, I'm just going to sit here. What we actually need is a cute Moe character. That's what we do actually need. That's what we're missing. We're missing the cute Moe character. Yeah, we brought in Tristan. He's the mysterious foreign exchange student. (laughs) Not even wrong. I know how you do love a good mystery. Oh, and we do love a good mystery here at the Anna Buddies podcast. Um, thank y'all for uh, you know joining us for uh, our adventure here. Uh, this week we watch the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. Um, I am, you know, I got a little bit of psychic powers going in. I don't know if you know, but I'm an esper. And uh, joining me today is our resident uh, time traveler, uh, Tristan. Yep. And uh, our resident alien, Matt. Howdy. You can't see it, but I'm doing the Spock fingers. <laughs> is that racist? You know, no, you are of the people, so it is okay. Uh, yeah, I'm an yeah. alien. that's fair i guess you are an alien so i guess that that counts and you got green blood yeah like a predator but i'm less tall didn't even think about predators having green blood i'm gonna have to go to the go to a wiki after this uh but yeah uh and as always you know thank you all for listening thank you for clicking on this episode and matt who are we thankfully sponsored by until the year 2040 water thank you thank you uh delicious scrumptious water it's it's cold out there so it's like even extra important to drink your water but not if it's frozen yellow water yeah if you don't mind i'm actually going to get a really good satisfying nope the water bottle's not crinkling all right. Oh, we can scrap that bit. Good attempt. Good attempt. Let me just All wash right. that away with a nice swig of water. <laughs> the ultimate cleanser, not just for your palate. Actually true. Water cleanses everything. Um, you know, as of for now, you can still reach us on Twitter at uh, Annie underscore buddies until... Uh, I decide if I want to be on Elon's platform or not. Mm. Yeah, we'll see how long the platform lasts. You know, we'll yeah. see how long we'll see how long it lasts. I agree. I think he did buy it as a troll. I think the bigger troll would have been solving world hunger. But you know, different jokes for different folks. Yeah, imagine how great the memes would have been if he could have solved world hunger and then tweeted out just buy bread. <laughs> but yeah. no, he he had to stroke his ego a little too much, I think. That man's yeah. always got to be stroking something, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're not safe even if you're a flight attendant. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah. Um. Yeah, I personally have deleted my own Twitter, as I, I don't know that I necessarily want the association. But, uh, please, it's just more of a reason for you to join our Discord. We keep things self-contained, so there's no drama, and we're super cool. Yeah, join the Discord, and then and if y'all still use Twitter, you can just show us the good stuff from Twitter. Yeah. Y'all, y'all could be our content creators. Just as we create content for you. Yeah, let me lurk vicariously through you. <laughs> <laughs> let your likes be our likes. That's what marriage is, isn't it? Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't recall signing any documents here. Well, no, yeah. no, no, no. It, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been long enough now that it's just officially recognized by the state. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So long as yeah. it's recognized by the state and our Lord Hestia, then who who am I to judge? Yeah, sorry, I got you by the common law. 
Fair enough. Uh, but what you know? What have y'all been up to these last uh, these last two weeks? Well, you know, uh, speaking of being married, uh, I had two weddings to attend uh, this <laughs> weekend. I had a uh, an Indian wedding to go to on Saturday, and uh, it was very very interesting. It was uh it was borderline musical, and uh, it was a good time. And then the wedding I went to yesterday was for an old high school buddy. And uh, so it was just chilling with the boys. So it was, uh, it was a good time. Very spice. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. What about, what about you, Matt? I, uh, speaking of weddings, actually just received an invitation to the wedding of uh, a close friend of mine's little sister who... When I first met her, was like four. Oh, wow. So that's pretty cool. Well, if you aren't old now, yeah, yeah. Jeez, blink again, and you know, I don't you know. know. <laughs> it's it's sometimes it's the view from halfway down. Yeah. That's that's cute. Good good for her. Aside from that, I've been uh, a busy bee at work, and I've actually been getting down with a really good anime that's good for uh, de-stressing. Uh, Romantic Killer on Netflix. Is that good? I was very very iffy about it at the beginning, and it started to just snowball into, like, absolute wackiness. Um, I really hope they make a second season, even though there is no source material and it's a Netflix property. Which means it could be awful, but uh, yeah, I did just see, the hope, the chance. I did see that uh, there is a manga for it, and it's got like seven or nine chapters. I, I can't remember what I saw, but I just saw. I was like, "How did they have a full season already?" If the manga is only this far along, yeah, which came it's... first, the chicken or the egg? I need to know. <laughs> I. I believe the manga came first. I don't know for certain, but I believe the manga came first, and then Bro. Netflix just picked it up and did their thing. That that chapter one must be hidden. <laughs> you just slap down a black and white page, maybe three pages in front of somebody's desk. Suddenly you made a million dollars. That's content. That's absolute content. <laughs> I just uh, I just looked it up. It's got uh it's got four volumes, uh thirty nine oh. chapters. Oh thirty-nine, okay. That's not too bad. That's promising. Pretty good. But no, this sh- um, show's very funny. Yeah, it's uh it it has kind of some similar vibes, I think, to uh Call of the Night. Where there's a uh, a certain female lead who likes video games and abhors romance. I'm sold. Yeah. Find me up. Yeah. Yep. Also, I like her hair. They do a lot of like changes with it, and uh, it's it's nice. It's it's a nice aesthetic, I suppose. Well, hair and clothes, they. They don't just have like one or two outfits that are constantly cycled through. Yeah, um, her clothes are very cute, and uh, the uh, the guy's kind of spoilers alert. The guy's kind of an, in my opinion, kind of a douche for saying that all of her cute animal shirts were ugly. Oh my god, he it was so <laughs> straight wrong. up told he her so... he couldn't wear that shit out of the house. It's like, bro, They're that's ninety so percent of my wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now! Not really. Those... It's flannels and hoodies, but no, she... yeah, she had one. It, it was like just like the cat face. Uh, it was so good, like just a little nose and whiskers. Maybe they I mean, look he... at cat print differently. Nah, he's just a hater. <laughs> he's just hating. Uh, yeah, it's like a reverse hair of anime, Tristan. You're you're gonna get down with it. Hell yeah. I could have a good time. Uh, what about you, Alex? What have you been brewing in the old uh, cauldron? Oh, I, uh, I myself have decided to, you know, just. I think I'm going to drop bleach for the holiday season for now. Um, I found a 
mildly better, different mid-anime from the mid-2000s, also revolving around swords. Um, you know? And this one isn't 500 episodes and full of filler. This one's 74 episodes. But I don't think any filler, so we'll see how it goes. That doesn't and, uh, sound like One Piece. You know, I was trying not to mention One Piece because... <laughs> It was too good this week. It was uh, just very good this week. Robin, best girl, will always Robin. will always be Robin Stan. I I think it's I think Robin's really just the main character, and Luffy's like the vessel through which we get to see her story. Well, you I know, think, the cameraman I that was following maybe. Luffy around had to meet Robin somehow. Yeah, and I mean, like, I guess sure he's going to be the pirate king or whatever, but like. Cares. Yeah, who cares whenever you can learn the actual history of civilization? You know? Right. One one over the other here. Just, just throwing that out there. What's she doing uh, in this chapter? Reading some books or something? Uh crying. you can say crying. It's so good. It's, it's so good. She's just she's dropping tears. I was dropping. Te- I was dropping tears at the title of the at the title of the chapter. It was bad. Dropping bombs. Dang. You know, you could say some bombs were dropped near some books. You could say that. <laughs> so confused, but I love it. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much been my two weeks. Um, oh, the show I was watching was Shaka Gan no Shauna. That's what I was waiting for. Uh, are the, what, what's the English? Uh, our burning eyed Shauna. You know, it's not great, but it's interesting. <laughs> it, it, it is very interesting. I will say that. So I'm very curious as to like how how it goes. Like the power system's interesting. Mm. But then I've also been uh spoilers for the podcast. I've been watching Host Club too and Hell yeah. It's it's I'm about halfway through now and it's really picking up. I was having some issues like I did when I originally tried to watch it back in the day. But it's smooth sailing so far. Uh, yeah, the first couple episodes are very kind of plotting almost. But, uh, you know, that's why it's a long season instead of just 12 episodes. It, it takes a minute to get going and then kind of starts to not so much snowball because it doesn't get like zany or out of control. But it kind of starts to build on itself as it moves along. Yeah, we'll talk about it next next yeah. episode. Yeah, no spoilies, but uh, it is one of was... the animes in the history of the world. I would also like to say that this is a bigger anime in the history of the world. I'd like to just say that this show, this melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, mm. done by it, one Kyoto Animation, um, I, I don't think either of y'all were here whenever we did a uh, Love Chinibio and Other Delusions. No, I believe that was like almost immediately before I joined. Yeah. So, um, either of y'all any uh, prior experience with Studio uh, Kyoto and Animation? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we've seen Violet Evergarden. That's fair. That's fair. Any uh, anything else? Uh, what else have they done? Yeah, I was gonna say I'm looking. I'm looking through them right now. Uh, it looks like for me, it's uh, a silent voice. That's mm. uh, that looks like that's how I know them. I feel like I know them from something else, but uh, I don't recognize any of the other names. So maybe I'm just having Maybe-tragon. a. Uh, uh, that might be part of it. I didn't watch it all the way through. I did watch like the first four or five episodes of it. 
this is cute. Yeah. They are, uh, you know, I, I like them. They're very good at making like slice of life shows. I genuinely think of like they did like an actual like action anime. Like it's over for just like the rest of the anime industry. Um, because they they got pretty close. Um, in some scenes with Love uh, Chinebio and other delusions and Beyond the Boundary. Yeah, we um, had some promise here as well. Mm-hmm. Along, along here, but yeah, the Kaioken of the Espers was pretty sweet. Yeah, uh, I, I really like the uh, Yuki's battle with the uh, with the other. Oh yeah, the uh, the other entity early on uh, that was very good. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just a good, comfy slice of life. Um, but yeah, had either of y'all heard of this show, seen it, any exposure? Uh, I've heard of it, but never looked into it all that much. Anything positive? No. <laughs> okay, how, how about you, Matt? No, I, uh... I had nothing going for me until I started this and uh, pretty quickly figured it out. I mean, there's not much to get, you know, Um, as a as a person that doesn't like slice of life, I wouldn't pick like a just a slice of life show for the podcast, you know? Yeah, a little bit a little different, not. Not necessarily uh, slice of life. Disregard the genre tags um, that it's given on Mal are the general, you know, how any episode of the show actually progresses. Um, but as for myself, I had a prior to this, I had watched it twice. Uh, you know, I like it. It's it's a fun time. It it just makes me laugh, and I really like the characters. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring on a good, you know, thought provoking show with a nice little sci fi twist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have my qualms with time travel, but this one was uh, more or less zero sum in the end, which I've said how many times now is kind of the most redeeming thing time travel can do, in my opinion. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so we uh, follow the adventures or the escapades of the SOS Brigade headed up by one young Haruhi Suzumiya, who is essentially a being that can or possibly cannot, does not have the ability to control, you know, uh, space time. But, you know, we can't we can't let her know this. And the other members of the brigade are Kion. He's just a normal, regular, everyday guy. One Miss Yuki Nagato. She is a thought. Uh, she's a agent of the thought entity uh, sent here to observe and collect data on one Haruhi Suzumiya. Uh, Miss Asahina, uh, she is our, you know, she's our time traveler. Also sent back in time just to kind of observe and make sure that this time plane is safe from one Haruhi Suzumiya. Then one Itsuki Koizumi, who, you know, my feelings on Itsuki changed after I finally watched the movie, but that's not in, that's not about the anime, so, Itsuki, Itsuki's our esper, you know, he, he's just sent here to uh, protect us from, uh, are his bad thoughts, her real intrusive thoughts. Uh, that could potentially destroy the world. Um, and we have a fun murder mystery. We make a movie. We have thought-provoking conversations about the essence of empathy and realizing other people's lives are you know, ultimately so far apart from your own, yet so close in some of the 
experiences that you'll have, but you'll never be able to truly know unless, you know, we're able to talk about those things with, you know, you can't break down those barriers. Sometimes, um, we have an endless summer vacation. Uh, we play baseball, uh, and we also get to play League of Legends. Yeah. So it's kind of got everything that you could want from a show, I think. Well, my favorite part was the uh, U.S. Navy against the Samurais for the fate of Japan. You know, that's something that you just can't let Miss Haruhi know happened. <laughs> oh, we also have a talking cat. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you could subconsciously make anything in the world, wouldn't that be one of the first things you make? Yeah, probably. I would definitely subconsciously make animals talk. But I feel like instead of talking about what really happens in the show, it's more about how this show makes you feel. Because uh, it's really like from what I've gotten out of it, it's really about like just like adolescence and just like the nature of like growing up and changing. So, well, not only that, but it's really hard to focus on like just the events and have it come out coherently because not only is it a slice of life, but it is also so heavily rooted in time travel and things being dressed up as much more complex than they end up being. So there's a lot of kind of misdirection that you have to sift through. Um, yeah, the, man, feels I think you, the feels are very on point. I think you'd hate the movie, to be honest. Oh, no. It's, it's like three hours. It's all about... Uh, three hours? How? How? That's like one and a half movies these days. Yeah, it's it's three hours, and it's all about uh, trying to get Yuki Nagato to to express her feelings. <laughs> but we get there. What if she just doesn't want to? Well, then we'll live in a world without time travelers, aliens, or espers, and Keanu will be friendless and be the only person that remembers Haruhi, Suzumiya, or the SOS Brigade at their school. Well, that might not be the end of all things. <laughs> kind of felt like the end. Uh, I mean, the end of the anime for sure, but maybe the world would see it as like a net positive. Yeah, you know, maybe the world being ran by the subconscious of a 14-year-old girl is not the best thing. Maybe not. But what do you think about it, Tristan? Uh, I feel like this was just a ploy to sell Moe shit and make lots of money. It did both those things. It, it absolutely did. I won't, I won't lie to you. It definitely. Yeah, but, uh, and made lots of money. Some of these things I hear you be saying, I'm like, man, did I did I miss that episode? Because uh, the show was, uh, at least in my opinion, very lacking in substance. Interesting. Interesting uh, that you. Why do you say this? All the characters were very two dimensional and flat, and they were all just very tropey and. None of them had a personality except for Miss Suzumiya, who was a brat, and Kion, who's Mr. Hit-A-Bitch. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it just very felt like it's Moe for Moe's sake to sell shit and make lots of money. Because, uh... Interesting. I would say episode five, when they start talking some philosophy, I was like, I was eating it up. I was like, yo, if this show keeps getting deep like this, hell yeah. And then, and then it, did the threw it, away. it did the opposite. And it, it like, it's like, yo, we're going to go swimming. And uh, you, you get the drop off and then you realize you're standing in the two foot deep kiddie pool that doesn't go anywhere. And uh, if, if it wasn't for the podcast, I probably would have stopped watching uh, before I even hit episode five because uh, 
this 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 show just did not do it for me. Now, Damn. episode five was when Koizumi took Kion into the alternate world for the first time, right? And yeah. gave him that like spiel. Yeah, and, yeah. He and, basically handed him the he's the keys to the kingdom as soon as they got done talking about like the philosophical debt. Philosophical. Yeah. Uh, that just felt weird coming out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know what you mean. Philosophical. Like, there we go. Thanks, yeah. Matthew. It, uh, <laughs> it, it was interesting, and I really liked the whole, you know, what really is reality? Is reality just us giving it conscious thought? Is uh, us giving it conscious thought what shapes reality? Or is it, you know, reality shapes conscious thought, and it, it was very interesting to hear, and then I really liked the way that it tied in with Miss Suzumiya, and the way that she is this, like, pseudo-divinity, and uh, it, 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 was, it was interesting, and I kind of wish they did more with that, and then, uh, and then they, they didn't. Um, yeah, I will say there there could have been a lot more done with the whole like kind of like sleeping god aspect of it. Um, I mean, geez, it's it's like ripe for exploitation. Um, you know, if you can subconsciously influence this fourteen year old girl, you can literally make anything happen that you want to. It's just. I don't know. Could could have set up some very like clear and concise conflict that would help expand like the lore on the universe too. Yeah. The uh the potential was there. It was it was there. It was ripe for the taking. Uh, you know what they did do that was magical? They made me like a time travel. <laughs> let's go that's that's pretty that is pretty magical i mean i she's so cute like you like they tell you they can't let Arohi know otherwise it'll just be everywhere you know oh, yeah and like so i get that I, but i feel like the side characters themselves could have had uh a little more to do with some of that aspect, I guess. Uh, now, what if they were made so flat and tropey because they were created by her subconscious and all she knows about espers are the tropes and all she knows about aliens are the tropes? I feel like... I'm reading probably a little bit more deep into like a lot of the characters like reactions and like what they do in situations here. Because mm. I feel like like yes, like I'm not gonna lie, the show does clearly play on like the mid two thousands tropes. But I think like if they were just tropey, I don't think certain like actions or things would uh have been said or done. Like like, I don't think they would have gone through 15,000 summers if, you know, Yuki wasn't, like, deeply concerned uh, or really just uh, trying to figure out what the fuck was happening uh, with their or, friends. Or or maybe they went through, like, 15,000 iterations because they have no personality except being tropes. And uh, that's why they could not move on for such a long time. Or maybe they just wanted to do their homework. <laughs> 15,000 times. Uh, I mean, I, I'll admit, I'll admit, uh, the Endless Eight, it uh, it definitely made me feel like I was stuck in a time loop with them. So, uh, you feel I like guess... you're opening Pandora's box? Um, I, no, I just, just felt like I was stuck in a time loop reliving the same day every day for all eternity 
not rooting for the underdogs out here. I don't know. I feel like if I was opening Pandora's box, there'd be a bit more uh, chaos as opposed to uh, being a Nine Inch Nail song. Yeah, maybe like a sky laser that shoots up like a beacon. That would have been kind of cool. It yeah, would have been kind of cool. normal box opening shit. Damn. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of like the uh, the somewhat self-aware aspect of it, I suppose. Uh, where Koizumi kind of like outright, maybe not outright, but somewhat breaks the fourth wall by I guess kind of I don't really know how to put it into words but when he was talking to Kion towards the end of the anime about the whole um whatever philosophical fallacy um of like things being dressed up to be more complicated than they are when they are really just very straightforward and very simple uh there was i think they even used the name for it which is the worst part of it all should have taken that note down. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But uh, yeah, like they they kind of tied that back into it. And then, you know, it really highlighted that recurring theme for me, uh, which I thought added some nice finality to it. I mean, overall, most of the the conflicts quote-unquote, that do happen in this show are, like, handled through, like, simple uh, resolutions. But, you know, we've all, we've all been that age. We're not, we think we're, we think we're doing the simplest thing, but we're really just making it much harder for ourselves. More often than not. So, felt, felt pretty realistic on that end. Um, but yeah, and I I really just like the the vibes of the show too. Like it's very it's very wholesome. Yeah, I mean, I I like the vibes of like Haruhi kind of putting together a gaggle of weirdos to surround herself by choice, not because she's an outcast, and like those are the other people that you know, she kind of met that were other outcasts, like you kind of typically see, but like she was actively seeking them out to the point that she, I mean, really not like basically she really just straight up manifested them. Um, yeah. I don't know. Any, like from the get go, it was a nice twist. Are, uh, are y'all, uh, any last, uh, Thursday in, in chat? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I, I did, I'm not gonna lie, I did actually enjoy that little bit of it, the whole, uh, basically, the world as we know it started three years ago, and that's when everyone's powers and stuff started manifesting, and I, I did think that was, uh, kinda neat, cause it did, it did tickle me to, uh, see the somewhat conspiracy aspect get played into it. And uh, I, I, I did enjoy that bit. Uh, one of the other things I really like is uh, just the little symbol that she drew for the SOS Brigade actually like creating a, like a massive data uh, input on their uh, website. So them having to like just flip it around. I thought that was very good. You're saying that it's rife with controversy, or the world is rife with the uh, conspiracies uh, surrounding Haruhi. I'm assuming, like in canon, which yeah, would be like cooler, which would be nice to like get more of. Um, I also one of my favorite episodes is, uh, and I, I think it benefits from it. 
from it being like from it being watched in a chronological instead of release order is uh, the the episode of us actually seeing the uh, seeing the movie that they made. Um, because if I'm looking at it right, all uh the episodes, yeah, the episodes that they make the movie in. Um, are done in like the second part so it's like um, it has like the like newer animation to it like a little bit brighter and then the uh, the movie episode uh, The Adventures of Mikuro Asahina was done with the first batch so it like looks like it was filmed like on the uh, on like the camera quality that they would have been using at this time mm. so I think that was a, I think that's a nice like um but that that episode's very funny to me but also just because like we know everything like going up to it so it's like watching like the movie getting made and then like watching the movie it's very it's just it's just nice kind of like the uh the fruits of the labor were paid off and you got to sort of reap the benefits of it as well yeah yeah um well, I guess we can talk about characters a oh, little anyway, bit. Before we move on, I just I just want to bring up uh 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 the episode where they fucking they're they're leaving Mystery Island mm-hmm. and uh uh I just I just wanna know why was there a close up of Kyun's mole that that they just zoom in on and make it just so important, and then uh, it, it is never brought up or shown ever again for the rest of the series. And uh, it's a red herring. <laughs> Don't ask what they were trying to lead you to believe. Uh, I couldn't theorize anything. <laughs> I got nothing for you on that. Um, That's fine. I just. That, that was one of the biggest things in the show that stuck out to me where I was just like, I have so many questions about this and I do not get any answers. And I just want to know just just why, just why to so many things. Just why? Um, yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. It's like. I, I feel like I would have rated it higher if it were longer. And, you know, that three year gap kind of making a one season into two seasons uh, I think kind of does it a disservice there uh, I don't know what's in season two but uh, well if you watched I can all, imagine uh, hmm. if, did you watch all 28 episodes no I only watched the 14 episodes oh no uh, was that what we were doing oh no oh no uh yeah, for me it didn't pop up as two seasons. It just popped up yeah, as it, a it one batch of twenty. A second season that was twenty eight episodes. A first season that was fourteen, and then it gave me like a third spin off season that was like twenty five episodes. Uh, it might have just been the platform I was watching it on though. So that's that's Maddie's bad. Oh man, that's what you get for watching it illegally. Yeah, <laughs> crime doesn't pay, kids. But uh, you know uh, what does pay? Voice acting. Voice acting does pay, and the voice actors did a really good job. Um, yeah. I personally, I always watch it dub myself. Yeah, I was chomping uh, at the bit for this bit because uh, Wendy Lee, the voice actress for Haruhi, is also mm-hmm. Bulma in Dragon Ball Super and also Faye Valentine. Nice. So, uh, I, I just... I felt it in my gut as soon as I heard her voice, like I recognized it and I had to dig down where it was from. Uh, yeah, it turns out she's been in like everything though. So this is a woman who knows how to uh, stay busy, even if you are a. I don't even know what to call it, I guess a seasonal employee. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shouts out to a uh, Crispin uh, Freeman f- 
for killing it on Kion. Actually. Uh, love love it. <gasps> Sorry, I just realized that fucking Joe Turo is in the is in the sub. All right, if I watch oh, this no. again, I have to I have to watch this in <laughs> Japanese next time. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I got a major sidetrack there. Um, but yeah, I guess you know Matt just mentioned Haruhi, so let's let's start with Haruhi. What? How do y'all feel about Haruhi? Uh, she's nuts and doesn't deserve a grounding presence like Kion. I think she needs an enabler to just go absolutely off the deep end, and then she can do some self-reflection and become a regularly functioning human being as an adult. Okay. Uh, I guess, I guess, fair. Uh, how about you, Tristan? Uh, it's, it's a little weird. She has such a god complex when she doesn't know that she herself is a god. <laughs> It's a little funny. Yeah. She does pretty <laughs> consistently call herself special. Yeah. She's got the uh, the Haruhi exceptionalism. Now, there's something to be said about, you know, a god walking among you as humans and whether or not you actually have free will in given interactions with said divine being. Um Ooh. In the case of uh, the computer club, she did not need her uh, divine power. She just straight up blackmailed and extorted them for a new computer. <laughs> so it worked though. It worked. Yeah, like I, I'm glad she did it the uh, the old fashioned way with honest hard work. Mm -hmm. So you gotta you gotta give it to her. She's you know she's a woman on that grind. She gets after it. Real, she's a go-getter. Get what she wants. She she was even credited with ultra ultra director for the anime. I believe. Uh in, in the OPs. Which I kind of miss talking about OPs. I don't know if y'all uh, do. Yeah, we'll admit, admit uh Tristan's the music guy, so it makes sense. I, I really enjoyed the uh, the opening or the first opening. I really enjoyed, and then the uh, first ending that ended up coming back a few times in the later half. But uh, I I really enjoyed both of them, and the ending mm -hmm. certified bop. And there were several mm -hmm. times throughout the episodes uh, where the music was just a straight banger, like. I don't. I don't really remember what else was going on in the episodes, but I'd just be like, "Man, this music be hitting." Well, like that entire, like that entire scene with the, uh, the I guess entity battle, or the, uh, I don't know, AI representative battle. I, I don't know what to call them. Um, yeah. But uh, when they had like the full Gurren Lagann sequence, it felt like with like the flowing, almost lava lamp looking like rainbow background for the replacing the walls and showing them like almost moving through space while standing still. Um, uh, just between that and like the pacing of the music and everything that that one actually got me on the edge of my seat. That was that was some like shonen level shit I was ready for. I'm telling you, this this Kyoto Animation Studio, they might be uh they might be pretty good. I don't know if you'll know this. We have ourselves a diamond in the rough. You know? Like a baby in the trash, I'm a diamond in the rough. <laughs> Sorry, we don't like Wheezy anymore. Uh, is he too rich? Uh, well, I, I think we don't like Wheezy anymore because, like, he sold out to try and avoid prison time after a career of rapping about how tough he was. Oh, I guess that's true. <laughs> um, but I mean, 
I, I don't expect other people to not like Lil Wayne just because I don't like Lil Wayne. He's got mad talent, even if he is a little bit of a freak. Fair. Me dissing Drake. Yeah. Um, Side tangent. Do you remember when he did that rock and roll album in like the late 2000s? I do. Prom Queen? Yes! Uh, I think that's where it all stems from. Reasonable. Um, I myself love Haruhi. She cracks me up. Um, I do think she's a bit of a bully at times. She could be, you know, she could definitely use, uh, she could be a little bit nicer to Miss Asahina specifically. Um, you know, clearly, uh, Keon is has gotten fed up with her shit uh, to a certain degree, um, or John Smith, if you will. How do y'all? Uh, how do y'all feel about Johnny Boy? Uh, he. I don't know. I liked him. I felt like he at least had a little bit more depth to him uh, mm. than some of the other characters, but kind of kind of lost some respect points when uh, he went all Captain uh, Captain Smackabitch uh, and had to get stopped. Kind of kind of kind of dropped a couple of couple of points for me there. Yeah, when uh, when someone told him Haruhi wanted him to clap her cheeks, it's not the way it was meant to go. <laughs> That's um, but no, he was a he was a very nice grounding presence through like the early part of the anime, um, like even before we had kind of the reveals, even though you kind of already saw it coming for each character as they were introduced, um. When they were just weird humans, he was still the only normal one of the group. Um, so, I guess to his credit, he is possibly the most normal guy in the world. Um, yeah. But that's mostly a joke about uh, are he making a little world for them to be alone in. Yeah, speaking of which, what do y'all think he um, said to her? Uh, to, like, get out of there. That's a tough one. Yeah, I don't know. It was probably just uh, whispering sweet nothings. Yeah, maybe it was just, you're so pretty, please don't be mad. Interesting. I feel like it's like been pretty was heavily heavily implied that he said that I love you. That's. Uh, that's I mean, could be absolutely reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Because I believe a uh, Koizumi did bring that up multiple times throughout the show. Like, oh, you know, maybe if I was just trapped in a, a one of those spaces with Miss Harvey, should I just say I love you to get out too? Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, it's like, okay, so there's the kiss that he used to get out of the world where it was just the two of them. Sleeping Beauty. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, whenever they're stuck in the Endless Eight, that's when Kazumi keeps talking about, well, maybe if somebody just like confessed to her, maybe if that's what she's waiting for. And then uh, he did not do that. That's when he's just like. We should all do homework together because we're all friends here. And uh, I don't like Suzumiya like that. And uh, look at Miss Asahina's mole. Look at Kion's mole. Oh, we did. Oh, we did. There. All right. Uh, of the other three brigade members, which were y'all's favorites? 
Or which one do y'all want to talk about first? Well, I think uh, it would have been Koizumi, probably. But you, you've said something about the movie that makes me wonder if he actually just sucks. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just my opinion on, on him. Because uh, I'll definitely say Koizumi was uh, my favorite out of the three. Ah. I mean, not only does he Kaioken and fight a kaiju, but he does. also he massively starts to push the plot along. Like, we get the the door kicked open, I guess, um, by Nagato. But, um, he, he really kind of is like the, uh, like Sharon, I guess, like your guide to the underworld. Yeah, I kind of liked that, uh, he was, I don't necessarily want to say more grounded, but, uh, he was the one that was kind of like, okay, just keep in mind, you know, Miss Suzumiya is this way. We can't really do anything too much to upset her. Mm. And yes, he would go along with her, her wants, but, uh, he wasn't a complete pushover about all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was, a. Uh... A kind of line drawn where it's like, yes, we have to keep her happy, but also very clearly he's working against her, or not so much against her, but against her subconscious. Yeah. Um, so it's it's an interesting role where he's not necessarily antagonistic, even though he is seemingly diametrically opposed. Uh, what about you Alex how'd you feel about Mr. Itsuki Koizumi he, he doesn't suck like I guess he just ruined my ship I should say uh, and he's a bit of a uh, but you know I get it He's he's okay. He he's all right. You know he's an indispensable member of the SOS Brigade. Um, I personally feel like of all the members, he does like the least amount and is really just there to like keep Kion like male company. So it's not like just Kion and three girls, more so than anything. I mean, if that's what they wanted, they could have. Fairly easily just made Yuki a male. Sure. So. Or they could have leaned more into the Moe aspect and made Kozumi a, a girl as well. <laughs> That's true. Could have just gone full to Love Rue with it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of, uh, Yuki, though, how'd you guys feel about her? Post-reveal, I suppose. Pre-reveal, she, she was kind of just like a big old nothing burger. Um, but, but we got cooking. I personally think Yuki is one of the better members of the brigade. Uh, she's, like, actively involved in either solving um, every, like, issue that, like, comes up or is, like, actively involved um, just in, like, making sure, like, the day-to-day -day activities don't get fucked. Mm. You know, like, she fixes, uh, or not fixes, but figures out, like, you know, if Haruhi's, like, altered uh, reality, she's you know, figured out every time for the time loop. Uh, she literally saved a person's life uh, as well. So and confirmed she got like super stabbed. 
making sure the time travel worked out flawlessly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know? I feel like uh, she was just... Uh... The 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 trope of the quiet, emotionless girl, and uh, that's what she's here for. And she knocked it out of the park. And uh, she was a little OP and was a little bit of the save the day machine. And uh, I feel like you know she did she did well. And uh, I'll I'll admit it. I did chuckle a little bit whenever. Uh, Asahina starts shooting laser beams out of her eye and uh she just full on tackles that bitch and is like, nah, let's uh let's let's get this contact out because uh this is this is the problem right here. Yeah. And uh I I, f- I feel like she was a alright character, but I also felt like it could have been a little uh a little more. Hmm. Well, Tristan, if you like time travel, you should watch the movie. Uh, I I do like time travel, but uh, I I can't necessarily say I enjoyed the show enough to uh, <laughs> watch subject the yourself to a three-hour sitting of it. Yeah, listen, listen, it's good. It's good. Uh, well, you know, sure it's maybe good if you like the show. Maybe maybe one day you can just kidnap me and subject me to a clockwork orange type of uh, <laughs> torture where you strap me to a chair and tape my eyes open. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I'll watch it. You know, maybe I'll enjoy it. But uh, yeah. I, can't, again, I can't maybe say I'll just cognitively disassociate <laughs> and then you shit out of luck. We'll really be opening Pandora's box on this one. <laughs> um. um. So I, I guess, uh, how'd y'all feel about Miss Asahina? I felt bad, personally, every time she got bullied. Every single time that she made contact in a different way from, you know, just like the version of her that was going to school with them, she always seemed so sad. I mean, you know. I'd probably be sad too if my only friend group bullied me relentlessly and uh, took advantage of me and uh, forced me to do uncomfortable things that I did not want to do otherwise. Yeah. I I will say I also really, uh, I did enjoy the one bit with her where uh, she's very upset and she's crying and she's just like classified 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 because something that's declassified but like classified 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 and uh everyone is just standing there being like yeah i i still don't really know what the problem is here but like uh you're you're upset but i want to help but uh yeah i have no idea (laughs) yeah classified you know sometimes it'd be like bureaucrats Bureaucracy is a bitch, bro. Mm. Bureaucracy is a bitch. But yeah. I really do feel bad about the the Miku exploitation, but Yeah, there were there were some points where it was like very, very clearly crossing a line and not just uncomfortable. Mm. Um I don't know. Uh, she, uh, she took it like a champ, but she should not have had to. Very, very true. Um, and the last character, Chamison. Uh, which one? The cat. The talking the the talking cat. <laughs> Ah, the one that uh, appeared out of nowhere for a single episode and then never made another appearance again. What do you mean? It's Kion's house cat now. We see it in his house. Uh, but I feel like it still Does has it still the ability talk? to talk. I feel like it still has the ability to talk because they have not said otherwise. So, uh, 
Uh, I have done a small amount of digging, and it says temporarily he was given the ability to speak. I feel like so I feel like in the episode just a cat it was not now. stated that it no, was it, it doesn't say that it was said in the episode. It's a it's a wiki answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's just a cat now. Yeah, Long he's just a cat named Shami. But yeah. Well, uh, gosh darn it, he's a great cat. What's the male calico? School anime. That's rare. That is rare, from what I hear. So we're talking uh, no. cats, but, you know, one more so than the other. Uh, no, I feel like y'all are going to hate my next actual anime pick, too. One that's not sure a movie. I think it'll be I mean, great. I mean, I, I think it's great. People are going to hate it. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm going to get bullied again. Which one? Uh, uh, Revolutionary Girl? That one's next, right? Or at least that one's the, year next? Well, after after the movies, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, so, uh, Speaking of getting bullied, why don't we share some deeply personal opinions about our favorite characters and uh, let the floodgates open? <laughs> Y'all have any deep personal opinions or favorite characters? Uh, maybe. We'll see how this one plays. I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll bite the bullet and I'll just go first real fast. Yeah, do the thing. Rip the band-aid off. So, uh... My feelings go as deep for the characters as the characters themselves were, and I had no attachment to any particular character, and uh, Kozumi would be the closest thing to my favorite character from this show, because he was the one that was uh, most tolerable, and uh, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, my favorite character is uh, she is her the titular Haruhi Suzumiya despite her being kind of a uh, sexually aggressive creep at times and at other times being just like a narcissist I, I think deep down she is a good character. Maybe not a good person but a good character. What about you, Alex? Well, my my favorite is uh, Miss Yuki Nagato. Uh, possibly one of the most uh, caring thought entities we've ever had on this on the show, and really just keeps the show a moving. Um, as far as deep personal thoughts, I did just read another spoiler for Itsuki Koizumi, and he's a bitch, bro. Oh no! Yeah, he's just a bitch. Sorry, <laughs> so, fella. Let's go. Let's go. My gut feeling was right. Sorry, didn't mean to. Didn't mean to do your dude like that. Oh, All he right. ain't even my dude, bro. I was gonna he say I don't think dude, Tristan's bro. that invested in him. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Also, speaking of bullying me, what's uh, what's y'all's collective score for Harley? Collective, like me and Tristan combined. Well, collective, like only one of y'all watched the full twenty-eight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm a, I'm gonna give it a, a very potent. Uh, six out of ten fulfilled Suzumiya wishes. Wow, that's actually higher than I was expecting. Uh, I it it, it was very mid, but it wasn't so bad that it it made me literally want to quit watching. It was just kind of a well, I guess I'm gonna put it on because uh, I just I, that's what I gotta do. But uh, it, it wasn't bad enough for me to be like. I refuse to watch this. You know what I mean? 
It's not. It's yeah. not. Yeah. It's not Gurren Lagann. So uh, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Kamina. You died for this. Hey, yes. I. Yes. You know. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you for for watching it. Uh, how about, You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. How about you, well, Matt? You know, not too too far off. Uh, for a time travel show, I I didn't have a terrible time. That said, you know, it's not like it was a uh, Tokyo Revengers level of keeping me uh, not only entertained but also, I guess accepting maybe of time travel um it, it it got the job done maybe not as well but it got the job done so i'm gonna give it a uh a nice six point endless eight out of ten we broke the 5.5 time travel ceiling <laughs> tokyo <laughs> revengers was like an eight wasn't it I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that one's unironically good, and I actively read the manga to get satisfaction for the cliffhanger they left us on, so it definitely deserved it. Yeah. Ending, you know, it's apparently bad. Oh, no. Does he just give up and decide, I fuck her, she can die? Uh, Apparently, two people can do the jump. Oh, that's hilarious. And it's passed down through murdering. They love to see it. Spoilers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hard spoilers, I guess. Yeah, I don't uh, know how I feel about it now that like uh, the DAP isn't sacred. No, but uh, as for me, I'm gonna have to go with eight classifieds out of classified. <laughs> Very classified. Sorry, what? Classified? Sorry, I uh, I redacted. <laughs> um, but really, in the end, I think all we can do is classified. You know, truly classified. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thank you all again for you know sticking through this uh, episode. I know that I I was pretty low energy. I was I'm pretty tired. Work. It was officially busy season today at work. Oh, it's okay. You know how many time weeks have you been through? Uh, about fifteen thousand five hundred forty-eight. <laughs> Rest in pieces. Tomorrow I'll wake up and it'll be August thirtieth again. Well, it's okay. Uh, from from here on out, we can all do some healing. We're gonna watch something really nice, really healthy, really wholesome. Uh, it's going to be Orin High School Host Club. I'm actually pretty excited. Uh, and the water is going to be extra important because you don't want to be thirsty around the thirst around the uh, I almost said thirst club when I meant to say host club. <laughs> oh, but really, Freudian slip. It's a thirst club. <laughs> Look yeah, at all our school's hunkiest guys. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, until then, stay hydrated and uh, take care. And also, thank everybody for voting. And if you could rate us or tell people, tell your friends to listen to us and join the Discord. Yeah, everybody. <laughs>